This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. I seriously love BetterHelp so much. They're one of my favorite sponsors, and I will tell you why I love them so much. When I started this podcast, I was going through a really rough time. I'm talking drug relapse, drug addiction, drug abuse, relationship issues, anxiety, depression. I was going through one of the craziest moves of my life, so therapy really helped me get through a lot of that. And online therapy is, in my opinion, even better than going to a therapist's office because, let's face it, our lives have changed the last year or so, and I just feel like online therapy is the best way to go. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist, and you can start communicating with them in less than 48 hours. They really do match you with, with a therapist so quickly. It takes, in my case, less than 24 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional counseling done securely online. And there's a broad range of expertise available, which might not really be locally available in all areas. The service is available for clients worldwide, and it's super easy to access your account. You can log in, you can send a message to your counselor really at any time you want, and you'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions, whatever you prefer. I like to do phone sessions sometimes because sometimes I like to, to go on a walk when I, go on, when I do my therapy sessions. It's really up to you. Traditional therapy can come with kind of a stressful energy attached to it. So I really love how BetterHelp is really controlled by the, the patient. If you want to connect with your therapist and communicate something with them, they have a journal feature, which I absolutely love. This journal feature has the option of sharing your journal entries with your therapist, but if you want to keep them totally uh, private and anonymous towards yourself, you don't have to share them with your therapist. But I really like this feature because for many of us, starting fresh with a new therapist gives us a lot of anxiety and it can trigger us. Um, so if you feel like that, you're not alone. I felt the same exact way because let's face it, a new therapist has to ask questions and try to get on the same page as where their client is. And sometimes rehashing our, our history of trauma and all the details can become kind of exhausting and a little bit annoying. So what I do when I start with a new therapist, like I did on BetterHelp, is I use the journal feature and I wrote kind of a lengthy email explaining to the therapist where what I've been through in the last few years, where I'm at right now, what I'm looking for in therapy, and what kind of therapy I've done, what kind of therapy I'm interested in, and what I'd like um, out of a therapist. So this is super important. If starting with a brand new therapist gives you panic or anxiety or stress, 
This is the most stress-free approach you could possibly do. I love how they matched me with someone with the experience and qualifications that I asked for. I personally asked for a therapist who had some experience with eating disorders, depression, and relationship trauma. Once BetterHelp matched me with my therapist, she messaged me right away and then I scheduled my first session with her for that week. The process is easy, effortless, and stress-free. BetterHelp is more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. So if you're going through a hard time right now, and let's face it, so many of us are, whether it's emotional turbulence, depression, anxiety, relationship issues, LGBTQ issues, whatever it is, body image, self-esteem, BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit betterhelp.com vibe. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, and join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. Vibe within listeners, you get 10% off of your first month of online counseling at betterhelp.com slash vibe. That's betterhelp.com slash vibe. Betterhelp.com slash vibe. Go start online therapy. DM me on Instagram. Let me know how it's going. And I hope that you get the help, the support, and the healing that you deserve. Welcome to the Vibe Within Podcast. I'm your host, Gab Cohen. Each week, we will connect through stories and conversations about wellness, yoga, addictions, spirituality, mental health, rituals, and everything in between. The goal is to transform our traumas into strengths to create the change we desire in our lives. My mission is to help others by shining awareness on real-life topics so we can learn new ways to heal physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Whatever you are going through in this moment, you are not alone, so let's connect and heal our vibe within. Hello, everybody. I hope everybody's having an amazing week. I am super, super humbled and excited and ready to share this episode with you guys. Um, it's been a long time waiting in my skin, in my mind, with everything that's been going on, all the shifts occurring in all of our lives. I feel like this episode is coming at a perfect time because it's all about change, embracing change, moving to a new city, listening to our gut, our intuition, tapping into our own psychic abilities, um, healing and flowing with the chaos I also get into a little bit of what I've been personally going through with um, the friendship that I made, connections, and then things kind of going sour with that. Um, I've been trying really hard to give myself a break throughout this entire situation and scenario because in the end, 
we don't know what's happening in life. If we did, if we knew the outcome of every situation, don't you think that life would be a little bit more smooth? So throughout this chaos that we're all going through, we have to give ourselves a little internal energy break because we don't know what's going to happen sometimes. People change. People fuck us over. Friends change. People drop out of our lives. Opportunities um, get brought into our lives and then taken back. We don't know the outcome. So that's why in yoga, in the practice of yoga and lifestyle of yoga, we try to detach or unattach ourselves to the outcomes of situations. And attach ourselves to what we know we can be, be it's okay to be attached to which is our soul um and not even our bodies we can be attached to because we aren't our bodies it's just we have to be comfortable with the seat that we're in and with all of the scenarios and people and situations that are flowing in and out of our lives at such a rapid pace that's what I wanted this episode to be about. Um, surrendering to the unknown, being okay with losing friends, being okay with not knowing if we're on the quote-unquote right or wrong track. So I get really deep into that and how I made my decision to move to Philly, um, listening to all the synchronized situations that occurred. I get into detail about, you know, what's been going on in my life. Not that it really matters to anybody, but um, I do get some, some of you guys DMing me and asking me, like, what the fuck's going on, and I like having conversations with y'all. Um, but this episode really isn't, I don't want to, you know, get in, into too much about me. I already recorded it, and it's more about how we can navigate through these dark times and shifts and not really label them as dark but like label them as needed and thank the universe for the people that she drops in and then all of a sudden takes out because everything's happening for us and for a reason and the series of events that are occurring right now in the 5d is literally raking and shoveling a path one step at a time and it's okay to not know and it's okay to have uncertainty and it's okay to be scared uh, because that's going to make us the most amazing well-rounded wisdom filled knowledge nugget filled brain capacity <laughs> human that we can be because without the dark there is no light and without the fucked up scenarios who are we like you know We've all been going through some kind of shift. I get DMs all day long with, from you guys, um, and I love hearing what you, what you guys are going through, too. So I'm going to make this, uh, this intro pretty short. Let's just get into the episode. But before I do, I just wanted to let you guys know that there's five spots left in my CBD yoga retreat, and it's in Tulum, Mexico, June 13th to June 17th four nights, five days. Our villa is literally right on the beach in the heart of Tulum. It's in the best location possible. I've been to Tulum a few times and each time that I've gone, I've been doing my own research for this specific yoga retreat. So it's right on the beach. It's right along the main road of Tulum town. Um, it's, it's a beach town. It's super bohemian. 
There's tons of vegan spots, amazing bars, amazing vibe. The beaches are absolutely out of this world beautiful. And the energy of Tulum is healing. It's It's got a high frequency. And every time that I go there, some kind of internal, emotional, and spiritual shift happens, whether I want whether I want it or not, um, especially during the Temescal sweat lodge ceremonies, which we are going to have our own personal Temescal sweat lodge ceremony with one of my friends who is a local there. He has an amazing space in his backyard. It is magical. It's like out of a movie. I swear it's, it's crazy. Um, so if you're interested in that, head to the website. The link is going to be in the show notes. You can also go to CBD Yoga Retreats on Instagram. You can DM me on Instagram personally if you have any questions. Gypsy Love Flow is my Instagram. And for you guys, for the Vibe Within listeners of the podcast, I am giving you guys a special, special discount. Because I know this podcast is still kind of new, and I'm not really sure how many people tune in. I don't really look at stats. I've been way too preoccupied with life. So um, since you guys are listening to The Vibe Within, I want to give you guys an amazing, amazing family discount because I feel like you guys are family. You listen to me talking on here and spilling my guts and being vulnerable, so I feel like y'all are my family. So I want you to email me at gabcohen at gmail.com. That will be in the show notes as well. Tell me that you're a Vibe Within podcast listener and you want the family discount. There's five spots left. If you and a friend want to come together uh, and share a, be- a, a big king bed, then I'll give you even sweeter of a discount um, because it's like a couple rate. So the beds are huge and comfortable. Um, it, it could honestly fit probably three or four people. <laughs> in one bed I was like really surprised when I saw the beds I was like why are these like for giants but anyways yeah so it would definitely fit two people comfortably as fuck um again email me gabcohen at gmail.com that's gab with two b's cohen at gmail.com info will be in the show notes click all the links whatever figure it out and we'll get you set up with a family discount i can't wait to go to tulum now that i'm in philly because now that i'm in philly it's gonna make me appreciate and love sunny beach weather more and more and have more gratitude and abundance so i think that's cool too because before when i was living in miami i could go to the beach any day that i wanted it's warm it's hot there's palm trees now that I'm here in Philly, which I love, I love Philly. It's gritty, it's dark, it's got character, but that yoga retreat is going to be so fucking sweet. I can't fucking wait. Um, sorry for all the cursing. There is quite a bit of that in this episode, so I doubt you care. I love you guys. Subscribe, rate, review, share this podcast with all of your friends and family. I can't wait for you to listen, and I hope that this resonates with you during this crazy shift. Love you guys. Let's get into it. This episode has been lingering in my mind and my body for a few weeks, but I haven't felt ready until today because of just how fast everything has been happening and and flowing and changing. And before I even get into this episode, um, I want to say that if your life is super, quote-unquote, chaotic right now, um, with constantly changing people coming in and out, opportunities coming in and out, and everything is kind of just like happening so fast, 
um, it does have a little bit to do with where our planets are at. And yesterday I did meet a gentleman, uh, which I'm going to get into in this episode, but he mentioned that with Pluto and its placement and I believe Saturn, um, don't get me, I don't quote me on that, but he just, he verbally, um, gave me the the internal approval that I needed to just accept the fact that my life has been crazy going fast and it's it's almost like a constant shift like nothing has been lasting very long um as far as opportunities an opportunity will come in and then it's like and then it's gone and then a person will come into my life and then I was wrong about them, and then they're gone. Um, I feel like this is the universe's way of just cleaning cleaning house. And if someone or something or an opportunity or a job comes into your path and it's really not meant to be, the universe isn't fucking around right now. The universe is just like, oh, sorry, nope, that's not supposed to be there. Let me put that there. Let me clean this out. And it's a very fast-paced, five-dimensional atmosphere that we're living in right now, especially if you are a mindful human being and, you know, do yoga or meditate or you're on this path of mindfulness, you're going to be more aware of how fast things are going. I'm not just talking about, oh, wow, that day flew by. Not time-related, but the flow of your life, the people the situations, the emotions that are coming into your life might be rapidly coming in and out and rapidly changing. And sometimes when life gets this intense, we can feel manic and our emotions are high and low. And I think that's an opportunity to tap in to this higher self, higher version of ourselves and ask, why do I feel angry right now? Why do I feel upset right now? Why is this person making me feel this way? Why do I feel this way when I am doing this task? And kind of break down our emotions into our body and just be mindful. So a lot of you guys have been DMing me and commenting on my posts and stuff, wondering what the fuck's going on in my life, and I have been having so many cool conversations with you guys on the side in my DMs, and it's just so awesome to have a community who actually, like, cares about one another. Like, I love hearing all your stories, too, like, and just connecting with, like, quote-unquote strangers on social media and your DMs doesn't feel that weird anymore and in this day and age and especially when we can just be vulnerable and open up and that's what I'm doing um that's why I have my Instagram other than my CBD yoga retreat stuff that I that I like to um promote through my Instagram because a lot of what I do for the CBD yoga retreats um is for you guys it's people who are in this community, in the Instagram yoga and spirituality community who will come on a retreat. But the other reason why I have Instagram is because I find joy in helping others. And I know that sounds really cliche, but when I'm going through this like crazy dark changing and shifting and stepping out from the darkness into this lighter new um, phase of life, um, I can't help 
but want to share my experience because I want to help you guys and I know that I'm not the only one going through a crazy shift right now um we all are and it's humbling and it's it gives me a sense of inner peace knowing that I can use my chaos my dark chaos and confusing um situations that have occurred the past couple months and mold it into a useful tool and kind of using my life chaos if you will as my medium as my art medium so that's like my paint that's like my my pencils and my paper and my pastels or whatever kind of medium an artist will use I'm literally using the chaos of my life to mold into a podcast or a post or writing and shining light on all the bullshit that has been happening and turning it into a lesson uh, an internal lesson and I'm not here to teach anybody anything but myself but on the way um, through this journey and this mission and all these changes why not you know share a little bit of what I've learned throughout this process with you guys because it's overwhelming to feel alone and sometimes we really need to step out of our little crazy universe and our perspective on how we view things and get some advice from people who are on our level and on our wavelength of energy so that's why I'm here that's why this podcast exists so that we're not feeling alone and so that we can be normal humans who are fucked up and going through crazy shit and um find new ways of looking at things so as you know I moved and I'm up in Philly now and I am finally in a stable environment right now as I'm sitting here sipping on my iced coffee on the couch um and I'm super grateful that I finally have my own little room with my own bed it just took a while for things to get hashed out Um, Like I said, everything's happening so fast and the past three weeks have felt like I've been in a tornado and now I'm finally coming out of it and able to breathe and able to like look up at the sky and instead of just being so closed and in fight or flight mode because that's how I left Miami. Um, It was a serious fight or flight because I chose flight. I wasn't trying to finagle my way around and live in Miami anymore because all of the signs from the universe and all the things um, that were happening were just constantly telling me to leave and the last couple of weeks in Miami um, were definitely the the eye-opening experience that I needed it it was a it was a realization for sure so I'll get a little bit into what happened in Miami um, and why I'm here. Basically, me and my friend, my roommate um, in Miami, we were going to live together. We got an apartment. We paid for the apartment. Um, We got accepted into the apartment, so we thought. And we were supposed to move in, I think, in two days yeah two days we were supposed to move in and 
all of a sudden we got a, a call and a text uh, from our realtor saying we were denied the apartment due to a weed charge that was on my record from 2012, 2011 or 2012. And my roommate had a marijuana charge from, I think, even before then. So I remember this day vividly. I'm in Miami. My heart dropped. And I said, okay, you know, I'm going to be homeless. So what am I going to do, fight or flight? Am I going to try to finagle my way into a place and try to find a place in two days, which is literally impossible. There's no way a realtor is going to get you into a place in two days because people in Miami move slow and they don't give a fuck. I'm actually still waiting on my deposit that we put down on that apartment. Um, We're still waiting to get that back. So it's been really stressful just to feel so like small and minuscule and no, like nothing is no changes are being made as far as like trying to help us get through the situation. Um, Nobody really cared. The association didn't care. Um, The realtor obviously doesn't care. Um, So that's a whole other thing. But I had to make a decision right then and there. What am I going to do? Am I going to stay here in Miami Or am I going to make a serious shift and change in my life right now? Is this a sign from the universe saying it's time to go? And with a little bit of crying and, you know, texting my friend and weighing out my options, it clicked and I said, I'm just going to put all my shit in storage. I'm going to give my cat to my mom for the time being and I'm going to fly up to Philly because my friend so kindly opened up his apartment to me and he said um you can come here for as long as you want and that's what I did so I took that offer because that offer fell into my lap and I really didn't have any other options so the last few days of me living in Miami were actually very comical and I'm not gonna get deep deep into it but there was a moment when I put all my shit in storage. I was setting up, you know, my life, my flight back to Philly. I'm on the floor of the um, the storage unit place, like, you know, nobody's in there. Charging my phone, had nowhere to go, you know, quote unquote homeless in Miami, um, literally, and still had a couple days left to uh, teach my last couple of classes, which was just hilarious because... I'm just, you know, gypsying around Miami with no home but a storage unit. I tried to find light and comedy throughout the last couple days because it really was funny. But as I'm sitting on the ground in my storage unit with my phone charging and, you know, looking at all of my belongings stacked up into this small, tiny little, tiny little storage unit, I opened up my bank statement thing like on my on my phone and I looked at my bank account and it just so happened that I finally reached this like first goal of like how much money I'm trying to save like my very first goal that I've ever made and I'm sitting on the floor of my storage unit homeless yet I have a better financial situation than I've ever had in my life and 
I literally just laughed out loud and I was like, yeah, like money doesn't mean anything. Like shit can happen to you regardless if you're rich, if you're poor, if you have some money in your savings account, if you have $5 in your savings account, an amazing thing can happen to you. Money doesn't fix problems. And even though I have reached this number, this first goal of ever that I've made to, to save a certain amount of money. I couldn't get myself out of this situation that I that I got in with losing the apartment. So it just put things into consideration and into a different perspective that money isn't going to solve all of our stress. And that was a lesson that I needed to hear for sure. So the um, the whole move was was fine because moving your stuff into storage is not that hard. Uh, the last couple days I had to teach my my classes and I slept one night I slept at a client's house and then the next night I slept at another uh, friend's house in uh, in Brickell so it was nice I could just walk right over but it's times like those where you you find yourself in these these scenarios as an adult and it really shows who you can lean on and the true colors of your friends. I learned that I really didn't have many true friends in Miami. And the client who let me sleep at their apartment the last night that I was living in Miami, I only knew him for maybe a month or two. He he owns a coffee shop in Miami and he just opened up his apartment to me. He would come take my yoga class. So we would, you know, I would give him some free classes and he would give me some free coffee. And <laughs> he's just a really nice really nice man but the fact that I barely knew him and I had been living in Miami for four years and the amount of friends that I could count on um, were less than a hand's worth and the people who I thought I could uh, count on in this kind of situation didn't pull through for me so that was a huge eye-opening truth and it hurt it stung it really hurt and I felt like you know this is actually this is great. This is this is the universe showing me who the fuck really cares and who really doesn't. Who are my real friends? It shouldn't it shouldn't feel like we're pulling teeth here to get a friend to help us. It shouldn't feel challenging to meet up with people and go out and have a good time. If you feel like you're forcing energy and connections in your life, whatever city you live in, whatever town you live in, whatever circle of friends you're around, then it's not natural and maybe it's time to move in another direction so it was like taking a band-aid off and I had been wearing this band-aid for four years in Miami thinking that I had all these close amazing friends who cared and I'm not talking shit this is just truth and I'm not talking about my yoga students because that's a different type of friend my yoga students are um, my, my students and yes I do have friendships with some of them but it's a different type of friendship. So I flew up to Philly and I'm not going to get into crazy details about the first couple weeks because if you follow me on Instagram, then you probably already know that I flew up here to stay with a, a guy friend who we, you know, became really, really close and we had a really strong connection. But like I said, with the universe and everything that's going on, the universe is going to push out people or push you away from somebody who might not be uh, 
100% in alignment and I'm trying to word this in the easiest way without um, bringing neg- negativity or any dark energy into this situation because in the end, this entire scenario is a blessing in disguise and I'm sitting here in Philly with no regrets. Um, it just took it took a little bit of choppiness in the road to get here and now I'm, I'm sitting here comfortable and even though there's a lot of unknownness and uncertainty of where I'm actually moving after this temporary spot that I'm in, I feel more grounded. I feel more ready to share all this stuff with you guys. So that in itself is a huge step for me because I didn't feel like I was in the right mindset or the frame of mind to even talk about this with you guys because I felt like the storm was still happening and I was caught up in the middle of the storm and now maybe this is like the the eye of the storm or maybe maybe this is the end who really fucking knows anymore we don't know and we can't perceive the future it hasn't happened yet um in this dimension that we're in right now all we can do is just listen to our gut and follow our intuition and that's what I really wanted to get into in this episode um when we listen to our gut it can feel very distracting and confusing and you know as as an empath um we are very overly aware and we're very mindful people but we can also get lost in the thinking is this wrong is this right am i doing the right thing am i on the right path am am i right or am i wrong and there isn't a right or wrong because if that's the way you're going to look at it then then you're kind of putting a stigma on on our our situations and we're putting way too much pressure on ourselves um yeah we are the creator of our lives and our thoughts can create things and what we focus on is going to come into our life but there's some things that happen in our lives that we don't need to necessarily have the answers for we can ask the universe, we can pray to God or source or higher power or whatever it is for the answers and ask why. But truthfully, we're not going to understand why. And we are the answers. Like our everything that we need to know is within us because our intuition and our gut is connected to something higher up. And the version of ourselves that's up in the sky or maybe our our angels or our spirit guides or whoever you want to call it they are guiding us and that's what i think our gut feeling or our intuition is so you know like i said everything that happened in miami those were signs from the universe it's time to go and when we when we feel these weird sensations in our gut or in our heart or in our shoulders and in our body that's an indication that we're feeling some sort of shift or energy and we don't have to look at it in a negative way we just have to be aware and start moving and start making moves and start making choices and decisions that are going to illuminate illuminate our path instead of constantly like putting us in like the same cycle and the same pattern so like change is constant change is good I was living in Miami for four years and I felt like I was going nowhere and I was running on a treadmill that was just never stopping and I I couldn't progress and I feel like 
a lot of podcasts that I had been listening to in the past few months was talking about loneliness and how loneliness can actually be directly coordinated to disease. So it's really interesting how loneliness can actually be the pathway to a physical illness. And I didn't want to accept the fact that I was lonely. I didn't want to accept the fact that I was a yoga teacher and that I still felt really lonely. And it made me feel it made me feel kind of ashamed and and weird that I could, you know, feel so high and and so amazing with where I'm at in my career and teaching yoga felt, you know, every Wednesday I would get this like huge burst and bolt of energy and then it, then I'd be coming down really hard, almost like almost like drugs, like cocaine or, or an upper. You feel so high, you're on top of the world, everything's great, you're talkative, you feel amazing. And then all of a sudden, like, you, you, you come down. Like, that's what happens with drugs. You come down. That's how I felt after teaching yoga. And then I realized, okay, there's something that isn't filling the void anymore. If, if it happens so quickly and I come down so quickly, what's happening outside of the yoga space that isn't fulfilling my life anymore? And I had to dissect the people that I was around, my living situation, um, my my just my mental health and the energy that I felt in my body and I felt stuck I felt very alone just me and my cat the same routine the same ritual going to the beach alone even though I have all these followers and I have all these acquaintances and friends in Miami everyone was like on their own shit everyone's hustling everyone's in their career everyone's got their their shit going on maybe they have problems with their relationships or they're working a lot a lot of people work in the bar and restaurant industry in Miami, just like any place. But I felt like I was missing something. And there was there was some kind of pit in my life, like kind of like you feel a pit in your stomach. There was some sort of pit in my life that felt very lack. So, yeah. Um, like I said, when we think about loneliness, loneliness is a very very heavy feeling right so it only makes sense that the loneliness epidemic is creating and causing people to become physically and mentally ill and the physically ill part the the fact that loneliness can actually create and manifest a physical disease isn't that mind-blowing like I didn't want to be one of those people But it confused me how I had extremes of feeling completely fulfilled with teaching yoga most of the time to feeling completely depleted and feeling negative energy latching onto me. And I I just knew that this, this pit, this sign of loneliness was, you know, the universe telling me it's time to move, it's time to be around close friends, close family. And it just clicked and I realized that I had been craving northeastern vibrations and energy for a little while I missed being around my friends that I went to high school with I kind of missed just being up north 
and it just all happened so that I could have that that realization I think and that's why I lost the apartment I wasn't supposed to sign another lease in Miami I was supposed to come up here so it was that progressive um, you know series of events that that started to build up and show me that it was time to go and Florida wasn't necessarily giving me what it what it did when I first moved there yoga aside you know connections binds and relationships seemed to be very challenging to either keep going or they felt like they were only lingering on the top layer and being from the northeast I could feel some sort of energy pulling me back here because people here are a little bit different Um, I knew that there would be a different energy up here, more open, more relaxed, and easier to connect with others. So trusting that our gut feelings might seem like outsider points of view or new perceptions being created through the normal conditioning that we're so used to is challenging. But this is our highest self trying to stick their head in and say, hey, this is what's up you should go over there. Little signs. And if we just keep going with what feels comfortable or safe, then how the fuck are we going to grow? How are we going to learn? How are we going to become stronger humans and adults if we're just sitting under a blanket in our comfort zone? Sometimes when we feel some sort of shift within our mind about how we think about our city, our friends, our job, our career path, all these things, deep down we know some kind of intense change is about to happen so instead of facing them of course the ego is going to try and tell us no 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 it's okay don't listen to that voice you're fine you can just keep doing what you're doing stay in your comfort zone stay trapped in what feels so comfortable but this comfort zone of what makes us feel safe is it really safe Or is it actually a jail cell within the routine and the sameness of what has been keeping us in a certain way of thinking for so long? We have to really question. If we feel like we're up-leveling mentally, our psyche is kind of like moving in a smarter, like more wisdom way, we need to like take advantage of that. So I just feel like yeah, it's it's really terrifying to feel like, oh my god, I need I I'm up leveling, but it's we're very lucky if if we're the kind of person who is mindful and aware to the point that we can grasp our mind around that shift because some people can't even do that. Some people will just keep living their lives depressed, miserable, living in an, an addiction or in a job that they hate or you know, some kind of like self-mutilation or surrounding themselves with negative people that they don't really like or continuing to live in a city that they hate but the people like us who are tuning in and asking questions to the universe and we want we want answers and we want to know like if we're on the right path that's the first step to really listening to our gut and our intuition and embracing our own personal psychic abilities. So before we get into the rest of the episode, I wanted to briefly let you guys know about another CBD brand that I have tried the past couple weeks and it's called Bio CBD Plus. They have an amazing 
topical oil that goes on your skin. It's for muscle and joint pain and aches. It's actually got curcumin in it, which is the main ingredient in turmeric. So it's very good for inflammation naturally. Uh, it has ginger and eucalyptus in it, so it smells really good. And out of all the topicals I've used, this is definitely in the higher end of the topicals. Um, I was using it on my shoulders, on my legs. I was getting back into working out when I got here. And especially after all the moving and the stress and everything like that, having a good topical to implement into your CBD routine is really nice. Um, along with your tinctures, along with whatever else you do, it's nice to have a topical that goes directly to the source. Um, I was also using it in the sauna, so when your pores are nice and open, you can put a little bit on your body when you're when you're um, sweating in the sauna, not too much, but a little bit, and it actually goes into your pores way more. And as we know, our skin is the biggest cell of our body, right? So our skin is like a sponge absorbing everything. So you don't want to be using cheap products like your Bath and Body Works and Victoria's Secret lotions. We are totally not in that realm anymore, especially in the health and wellness scene. So you want to be putting high-grade, quality, natural, organic things on your skin so that, that your skin can absorb it and it can go right into your body and heal from within. So if you're interested in trying any of their topicals or they have capsules and they also have a really amazing vape, which is probably one of my favorite vapes that... I've ever tried. It hits really good. Um, I was super surprised and I've been hitting it every night. Um, I love it. So it's Bio CBD Plus. You can just find them on Instagram. It's bio underscore CBD underscore plus. You can go to biocbdplus.com and in the show notes you can click on the link and get a discount with my link. So go check them out. Bio CBD Plus on Instagram or you can check them out biocbdplus.com slash our products so as we take sometimes painful signs and lessons from the universe with where we're supposed to go in life who comes into our life who um, we feel like maybe isn't in alignment with our life and it can hurt all these things happening so fast and we just need to flow with it so when you go and and you're finding yourself in a new city it's such an amazing opportunity to recreate yourself and before I get into all the nitty-gritties with moving into a new city and and how to find yourself I want to say that when I came to Philly I was feeling one way. I had this friend who opened his house to me, who I felt a strong connection with. And since things happen so quickly right now in the universe, um, we drifted apart. Maybe down the road we'll still be friends, but something in the universe, in our, in our energy, in our alignment, just wasn't um, wasn't connecting. And as an empath and as somebody who's spiritual and mindful, I think that you can probably relate as well. We want to fix everybody. We want to help everybody. Even in our darkest hour, even in our darkest moment and shift and phase in our lives, we want to fix somebody. And by fix, sometimes that translates to changing them. 
but really as an empath or a spiritual being who is a quote-unquote healer I mean I don't I don't consider myself a healer I don't consider myself a Reiki master because I'm not I'm, I'm into it that's cool I, I like learning about it but I'm not a healer we can only be our own true healers because we are in this body in this life which is you know the life school of universe so we're here learning each time that we're here and the people that come into our lives are lessons and the series of events that occur is a string that's leading us to the next thing so everything does happen for a reason and everyone who comes into our lives that is deliberately happening and it's all going according to plan to the universe plan to source plan whatever it is so I can't really get upset with with losing people in my life who I thought were one way and maybe they're another because this is leading me towards an illuminated new opening and unlocking opportunities and new awareness in in this life so the fact that I came up here and stayed with my friend that was the stepping stone that I needed to realize that I wanted to stay in Philly and that I wanted to create a life here and I really liked the energy that I got in Center City and just in the city in general there's a lot going on and I feel like I fit in here the more I would walk around Center City and Rittenhouse Park I felt like I fit in with the people the vibe what everyone's doing it felt very relaxed it felt very natural to be here so one thing I will say is that when you meet somebody usually you're gonna have a gut feeling and that's your highest self telling you okay this person's awesome okay this person stay away from them and it's just really funny because I had a double-sided thing when I met this person and as much love and care for him that I had um, sometimes people who are going through their own shit tend to push away the people who care the most and I've been there because I've been through mental illness I've been through addiction I've been through dark times in my life and I would push away the people who cared because I just wanted to be alone and I didn't want anybody looking in on me and how I live my life and I wanted to figure it out on my own so I'm not hating on anybody that has come into my life and then left it's a blessing in disguise and it's always a lesson to be learned when you care for somebody or you have such a strong connection and then it kind of just like drops it's shocking it can be jarring but it's a blessing in disguise for sure because now I'm here and now a completely new dimension of awareness and opportunities is opening up because I'm here sometimes it requires pain to find the other side and find that strength and find that internal power and sometimes it takes letting go of someone who you did really care for um, in order to make space 
in your mind and in your life because when you have friends or family members or coworkers who are I'm not going to label as toxic but intense maybe you're too you're too absorbed into their problems or their life or you spend too much time worrying about them because you know as as a person who is an empath we tend to care more about other people and serving others and we forget how we forget to put ourselves first a lot of the time and that's why this whole self-care movement maybe is happening at such a rapid pace because all of the empaths are realizing that when we can focus on ourselves we're a better person and it's a two-way road but I'm saying all I'm saying is that it takes pain to get knowledge if life just happened so perfectly all the time and nobody dropped out of your life and you never had falling outs or you never lost a friend or you always got that job and everything just was so smooth, do you think that any podcast would even exist? Because there'd be nothing to share. There'd be no vulnerability. There'd, there'd be no fight. There'd be no like story and and struggle because that's what life's about. It's about the struggle. It's about yeah the pain but it's about finding your way through and like helping others get through it too so now I'm here in this new city and a lot of people a lot of you guys have been asking like how do you find your flow in a new city like finding your flow in general and I realized that that's what was making me feel so stuck in Miami was that my job, my life, the people that I was around, the routines and the rituals was kind of making me feel stuck in one in one spot. So you have to kind of analyze where you are right now. Like analyze your entire routine, your rituals, your job. What's making you happy and what is leaving you feeling unfulfilled? Like what's giving you uneasy feelings, um, those gut feelings, how to listen to your inner voice. Those are feelings happen when you're doing something that is not fulfilling you you're going to feel that that magnet that's pulling you down to the ground that's that's all that's how I can describe it it's just there's a weight on your shoulders and deep down you know that it's not making you happy so what I've been doing the past couple months is trying to flow as easily as I can with the chaos that's happening in my life like a river we're not gonna be swimming against the river current so whatever is happening we kind of just have to run with it and flow with it and I feel like I've been flowing easier than I have in years because of all the chaos it kind of has given me this I don't give a fuck what happens anymore because it's just one thing after another, so I'll figure it out. If something else happens, I'll figure it out. It's it's understanding that you are in control even though your life might seem out of control and chaotic. You're always able to flow with it. Even if your ego is telling yourself that it's crazy to make a move to a different city or change careers or break up with someone... It's part of life to go against what the ego wants because that's the true practice and understanding of listening to our intuition. And even if it feels scary or uncomfortable, sometimes we have to do it anyways because if we just continue to listen to the ego and stay in what feels safe and comfortable, that means that we're limiting ourselves to what 
true potential might be just right on the other side of that red curtain. It's so close yet so far because our ego likes to get in the way and block ourselves from our true success. So let's fast forward and say you already moved and you know you're in this new city like I am in Philly. Figuring out where you fit in and creating new rituals and routines that feed your soul, that's what's going to help you um, feel in alignment. Because when you get to a new city, you're like, I don't know where anything is. I don't know how to use public transportation. I don't know where a, a coffee shop is. So you need to like put into priority what types of things are going to make you feel grounded. And for me, those things were getting a gym membership, finding out where the coffee shops were so I can like work from my phone and just have some sense of like my own space because I was staying with my friends so I really didn't have my own space um and knowing where there's like parks and places to hang out and you know bookstores and stuff like that so knowing the places that will make you feel comfortable and a sense of familiar familiarity um, like cafes vegan restaurants juice spots places that are going to make you feel good and kind of feed into this routine and ritual that you're so used to that's what's going to give you peace Um, familiarity can help us feel super super grounded even in a city or a new country that we know absolutely no one in so it's it's really humbling to to find that And when we meet people, what we usually do is subconsciously we will meet people in certain places that we feel comfortable in. Obviously, a show, like a a show, a DJ that that you love. You might meet people who you love there because they love the same music as you. The gym, coffee shops, bookstores, um these are the places that you're going to meet people who are into the same things as you. And something that I've noticed recently, especially after meeting my friend at Envision and feeling such a strong connection with him and, and a lot of people here in Philly these past three weeks, I've met so many people who I've felt a super strong connection with is that when we meet people, we usually compare and contrast qualities of theirs to people that we already know. So, for example, like if you meet somebody who you don't know, they're a stranger, but they have a quality of your best friend from like high school, you're instantly, that's going to be their in. They're instantly going to have that trust with you because you are kind of connecting that stranger to your best friend from high school. And even if they really don't have anything in common, you have that that safeness around them because they remind you of your best friend. So physical attributes, personality traits, the way they speak, body language, these are all things that we can remember people in our past from. So when we connect to a stranger, usually it's it's really easy to create a comfortable bond or vibe with them if they hold some of the same qualities of your friends or people in your past that, that you already have such a strong connection with. So the same thing happens for romantic relationships. When you meet someone and you're like, wow, I feel so connected to you, but I barely know you, usually that's an indication that they hold some of the same qualities and traits that you have felt within another past um, romantic relationship that you've had 
and I definitely 100% fall into this this trap when I meet someone who kind of reminds me of, of uh, someone who I like had a, a romantic bond with in the past I will gravitate towards those same types of people it's a cycle it's a pattern and we're all in these patterns and cycles we just sometimes don't realize it um, but until we change who we are and we actually really pinpoint who we want to bring into our lives then the cycle and the pattern doesn't really change and I'm not blaming myself and you shouldn't blame yourself for um, people coming into your life that maybe you know you wish never did um, not to sound harsh but it's just the universe telling you and us listen these are the types of people that you're that you're attracting and after this entire situation happened with my friend who you know I felt such a connection with and how I kind of felt dropped um, and an intense way like grateful that this is all happening I blame myself and I was like I can't believe that I fell for this again I can't believe that I that I'm still letting friends in in my life who who really don't care or maybe they did maybe they didn't but I just feel like I'm in my late 20s now and I should I should know better right I should I should know the signs but we don't know we can't tell the future we don't know how someone's going to be in a month or two everyone's changing everyone's growing everyone's thriving and it's it's bittersweet so we just have to surrender and we have to understand that when we move to a new city that's when the true test comes into play of listening to our inner voice and our gut feeling and our intuition if you have a bad feeling about somebody, just keep walking. You're in a new city. You don't owe anybody anything. You can literally just continue to meet people and keep that filter flowing until you really feel um, that somebody deserves to stay in your inner circle. And then that's when you make the decision to show them energy, to make plans with them. It takes time to build trust and to build uh, a bond with people. And it's... It's super awesome to be here in Philly because, you know, just in three weeks, um, I've met many connections and, and random places, and it's, it's just from being open and having no expectations. And, you know, not knowing tons and tons of people actually has been working out in my favor because I'll just do my thing. I walk around the city. I use Google Maps to get around, use public transportation and find out how to walk everywhere and I don't have any I don't have to be on anybody else's schedule. And it's that's how you find your flow in a city. You have to just be in your own shit. You can't be worrying about anybody else. Um and I feel like that's kind of how the first couple weeks were when I was here. I was worrying too much about the guy that I was staying with and I was too engulfed in in his life and I I did enjoy it but in the back of my head I was saying this is wrong this feels wrong this feels not good this feels icky so I needed to listen to that voice and now now I understand now I understand my gut feeling and yesterday I was reading a book in Barnes and Noble um, all about discovering your own psychic abilities in your own life and your own power and I'm gonna link it in the show notes that you guys can 
um, go check it out. But let's move on a little bit and and figure out um, how to really feel like you're in alignment with yourself in a new city. So when you're just starting fresh and you're reinventing yourself, you have to really take into consideration the surroundings, the places, and the atmospheres that we put ourselves in, especially in a new city or a new state or a new country, because that's going to dictate directly how the first days and weeks or even the first months will go in that city. Everything is energy, right? Every place you go to has energy. Every place that you go to has different people that work there. That's energy. Every coffee shop, every store, every meeting, every um, bar, restaurant that you go to is going to be filled with different energy. And you never know who you're going to meet. You literally never know who is going to come into your path that day. And (laughs) I wanted to get a little bit into um, who I met yesterday now that we're getting to the end of the episode. Um, I have been going to Barnes & Noble each day, and I was reading some sad, some astrology book uh, the other day, taking pictures of it and posting it on my Instagram. Then yesterday I went back to Barnes & Noble. I'm reading a bunch of spiritual books, drinking my coffee, whatever. Went to go um, sit by the section and just like find some more books and like sit on the floor and just like chill. And there was a guy there and the same exact book that I was reading the the previous day. And I already kind of got this like glimpse of the universe kind of like tapping me on the shoulder, like, like, get ready. You're about to something's about to happen. I already knew because that book was sitting there and I was like, oh, okay, that's funny. I was just reading that book. So. I start reading I start reading the the new book that I'm reading on the floor and then all of a sudden this this man comes up to me this older man do you have my book I, I had a book right here did, did you see it and I was like is this it because I put it back on the shelf is this it this this book right here yeah that's it I was gonna buy that book I, I really want it and I go I was reading that book the other day that's so funny that that was sitting right here it, it kind of blew my mind because I was literally just reading that book the other day and I was posting pictures about it and everything it's a really good book and he said oh my god that's awesome now I don't have to like now I don't have to read through it now I'm just gonna buy it since you said it's good and then we got talking and it was like we entered some kind of fucking portal like like white light opening up eye contact this man just seeped into my being and I seeped into his being and it was just like whoa like what the fuck is happening I've never had this fast and plunging conversation into spirituality and growth and and mindfulness ever that I've had and it just it was like a deep dive into the abyss with this man and and looking into into his eyes and the questions that he was asking me and the questions that I was asking him he was just like whoa I'm getting the chills just talking to you. This is crazy. I feel like I've known you before. I feel like I met you in the 60s. I feel like you belong in the 60s. But but then again, no, you belong in this day and age. And, and I was telling about him about the podcast. He's telling me about his book that he's writing. He's a professor and he teaches uh, quantum, fi- 
quantum physics, he's also obviously super into spirituality and psychic abilities and he's been doing yoga since he was like 21 years old so that's probably like 50 years um he and I have met in another life we have known each other for several lives and I've never really felt this intense of a scenario so I just I went with it I didn't have any plans so me and him went over to the cafe we sat down we talked he told me stories about his childhood and losing a friend, having visions of her on the other side, and he's telling me about his book and how, you know, he, he wants to meet his ghostwriter, and I'm telling him that he needs to make it into a film, and he's shaking, and he, he's got the chills because everything that I'm telling him, apparently his psychic had told him before, and, and he was meant to meet me, and he was looking into my eyes and he was like, you got some, some freaky eyes. I feel like you're like, you're looking into my soul and just our eyes were glued. Like, you know, when you have a conversation and like you look around and you're not focused, you're looking at your phone and you know, you feel like kind of awkward at times. Like you can't be staring into each other's eyes. This man did not make me feel awkward one minute. I felt like I could be myself. I could, I could do any facial expressions when he's telling his stories I didn't have to feel any certain way around him. He made me feel comfortable, heard, appreciated. He wanted to hear what I had to say, which is so fucking rare now. Like, when you have a conversation with somebody, do you actually feel like they give a fuck? Like, they actually give a shit? This man completely opened up my eyes, and and I was, like, on the verge of tears, like, several times throughout our conversation, and I was just like this was meant to happen. I was meant to meet this guy. I was going to go to the gym and, you know, just and do that shit because that's what I've been doing every night. And I, something was telling me, no, just go read some books in Barnes and Noble, get a coffee, like chill. I'm tired, whatever. And I meet this man, this magical, mystical, psychic man who, who also is an, into, is astrologer. I guess, I guess you're, you can be an astrologer, right? And he's doing me a reading. He's like, your birthday is 1212. He's like, he's like analyzing everything. And I'm just like, my mind is fucking blown at this point. I'm just like, this is why I'm here. This is literally why I'm here in Philly, because I need to meet people like this. And it was just a couple weeks ago that I was like thinking to source or God or whatever you want to call it. And I'm journaling and I'm like, I need a mentor. I need to get more into meditation. I need a spiritual teacher who is going to like bring me under their wing and like like help me. Like because all these months I've been thinking, oh, maybe I need a psychologist. I want to go see a therapist, whatever. No. Like right now in this moment in time, I need a spiritual mentor who can like take me under their wing and just like help me and just help me understand things and just be there to like tell me stories and and listen to me and like what I'm going through and all this crazy bullshit that's going on and he was helping me make sense of all the craziness that's been going on in my life like we were we're pretty much like trading stories and going back and forth with synchronicities that have been happening in our lives and all the all the series of events that brought me here I was telling him about how I met Jake and and how that quickly 
you know, disheveled and how all these things are happening at once and now where I'm at. And he was helping me dissect it into it making sense. And then he was sharing with me the series of events that were going on in his life and how his psychic told him he was going to start to meet people and his that was going to help him uh, with his book launch. And after I told him about this podcast, I told him, you should come on my podcast and talk about all this. Like we could make it like a three part conversation about astrology and death and awakening and all the things that this man has been through. It gives me chills even thinking about it because the stories that he was telling me, I was envisioning it as a film. And when I told him that it needed to be a movie, he like gasped because he, his, his therapist, or not his therapist, his psychic told him that, that it's going to be a film and you're going to start meeting people who are going to help you create this. And this man, his name's Robert, he doesn't use any type of electronics that are like to this level of day and age. He has a flip phone, he has a pad and a pen that he writes numbers down on and he writes notes down on to give to people. He doesn't know what podcasts are. He he literally didn't know what podcasts were and I think that's so fucking cool because that means that I am supposed to be in his life because he belongs on a fucking podcast. Like holy shit, the amount of knowledge and wisdom and golden nuggets that this man has is mind-blowing. Like, I felt like I was just in a fucking mind meld for for two hours. And so I'm super excited. He's going to for sure come on the podcast. And he opened up his life to me. He said, call me whenever you want. Let's keep connecting. Let's Let's meet up every week. Let's I want to show you meditation tools and and all these things and he even invited me to his family's garden party that they're having in May with like live music and art and and speakers and all this stuff and it's like this is what it took for me to get to this place all of the darkness all of the chaos all of the events that quote unquote went wrong like the apartment like becoming homeless in Miami like feeling lonely depression the anxiety the the feeling of not belonging there anymore the shift of coming to Philly and staying with a friend who we you know who I felt like we had such a loving bond and then that going to shit and then you know just everything that has happened so drastically fast like a hurricane tornado crazy storm in the past month has gotten me to sit here on this couch recording this podcast telling you that everything is happening as it should if you feel like you're not in alignment it's okay do whatever you can to find those rituals to gravitate towards those people who you think you will meet in certain places and focus on yourself step away from toxic people step away from toxic scenarios move forward and allow yourself to step into a new reality a new perception up level give yourself permission to listen to your gut even if it feels really weird even if you're so if you're feeling unsettled and you don't know if it's right or wrong usually your instincts are going to pull you towards 
the quote-unquote right direction but nothing in life is right or wrong everything is going to be a lesson and everything is going to lead us towards who and what we need in this moment in time and that's why I'm here in Philly because I need a different group of people a different circle a mentor a different vibration um, family and friends grounding a new just a new chapter and reinventing myself and that's why I'm here and it's time for us to all become hyper aware because we are really limitless we can change things dramatically fast and the power is in our hands like the power is within us to heal and we have the control and the power to change our lives instantly instantaneously we have no idea how drastically amazing and beautiful our life can can get just by filtering out things that are no longer serving us and filtering in newness even if it's scary and intimidating so I hope that this kind of paints a picture for you and how to move forward and how to get out of a stuck feeling and how to find light in darkness and understand that everything's happening for us. The, the universe is here for us. And even though we might be feeling like we're walking through this like muddy quicksand that keeps sinking, there is a way out. And if we didn't have the quicksand moments and the muddy moments and the dirty, dark, chaotic moments, then we wouldn't feel the shift into this light, bright, open life feeling that we get because we get stronger from these dark moments and it gives us the wisdom and the knowledge that we need to transcend so that when another crazy situation happens, it's easy breezy. We're going to get through it. we already been there. We've been through worse, right? So... I love you guys, and I hope this episode spoke to you and made you feel not alone. for tuning into that episode of the vibe within podcast i've been waiting so long to record that i just feel like i had to wait for the storm to kind of settle because i was so uncertain about what was going on that i didn't want to come on here and say something and then the next day you see me on my instagram saying something else so thanks for bearing with me and i think that this is a beautiful moment to embrace change and let the universe do whatever the fuck she wants right now let her clean out let her bring things in and just flow with the chaos um if you are interested in the cbd yoga retreat that is happening june 13th to june 17th it's happening in tulum mexico if you're interested in that go to cbdyogaretreats.com or you can just uh, go to the instagram which is cbd yoga retreats and all the info is there. I'll also put it in the show notes. All the links and stuff will be there. 
Early bird price is up. Everything's included in that price from the villa, CBD baskets, and wellness baskets that are ranging from like $300 to $500 worth of products. Um, the only thing that's not included is airfare. So if you're interested, uh, head on over to those links that are in the show notes. Uh, see what's up. It's going to be an amazing yoga retreat full of yoga, meditation, um, nature, and truly an amazing experience in Tulum. We're in the heart of Tulum. We're right on the beach. The villa is literally on our own private beach. Um, and we also are going to do a Temescal sweat lodge ceremony, which is a beautiful, beautiful ceremony that is part of the, the Mexican culture. Temescal is a sweat lodge that connects us to our our roots it's very healing cleansing on a spiritual soul and physical level it's one of the most beautiful experiences that i've ever had in my entire life the last time i was in tulum i did two temescal ceremonies um, back to back and i had some amazing revelations and realizations and I can't even, I can't even get into it. Like, it's just, it's too much to even talk about. So I'll probably talk about it on one of my next podcasts now that I just said that. Um, so yeah, if you're interested, let me know. If you have questions, feel free to DM me on Instagram. My Instagram's Gypsy Love Flow. You can also email me. All that will be in the show notes. Feel free to email me with questions, concerns, uh, especially about the retreat. Um, definitely let me know if you need help with anything regarding booking and leave me a review and a rating and go ahead and subscribe if you like this podcast screenshot your favorite episode tag me on instagram send it to your friends and your family members who might be you know needing to hear some of the stuff that i'm talking about and sometimes it's nice to send podcasts to your friends and family members who are going through some of the same stuff instead of you going and like just telling them everything that you heard in the podcast because sometimes people are like oh okay yeah whatever dude it's nice for people to hear it on their own and then you know live it if anything that that I said today in this podcast resonates with you and and seeped into your existence and your soul go out there and live it be your best person be your best version of yourself be open to having conversations with strangers um don't limit yourself and just be open-minded and allow change to flow. Flow with that chaos. That's all we can really do. Um, I love you guys. And until next time, we'll talk soon.